Hey everybody, this is In The Mix with Sister Johnny and I'm excited to be back on the air with all of you. I hope that you're having a wonderful day and I want to give a shout out to my Gospel 1190 The Light radio family right here in the Bay Area. So if you're listening on the radio, let me give you a shout out. Thank you so much for tuning in. I also want to give a shout out to my brothers and sisters that's on lockdown. I know y'all been listening. I feel you. I hear you. Thank you so much for your love and support and I pray that the ministry has been a blessing to you. Today, I'm going to read air a previously broadcast recording from last year. And the reason why I want to re-air it is because I think it's relevant for what's going on today. There's so many things happening with the weather phenomenon and just thinking about our brothers and sisters and what they went through in Texas. Most recently, we had these major earthquakes. I mean, back to back to back. And Hawaii was put on a tsunami watch along with other countries. And what I want to say is no matter what's going on, sometimes we get busy and, and just doing different things. Let me tell you something. Let's prepare our households. Make sure that your household can sustain itself in the event of an emergency. And this particular recording, it has a lot of things in there that may be essential to you if you don't have it. If you already have it, hey, God bless you. But keep in mind, no matter how much you prepare, make sure you have your spiritual house in order. And then keep in mind that you must have a spiritual ear to hear what the spirit of the Lord saith unto the churches because we want to be able to hear the guidance from the Lord in the event of an emergency because all the preparing that you have done and all the preparing that you're doing can still catch you off guard. Amen. So I hope that you enjoy the ministry on today. Thank you again so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check me out on YouTube. And if you want to catch up on some of the previous recordings, please visit me at sisterjohnny.com. That's sister J-O-N-N-I-E.com. God bless you. If what you are hearing in the media doesn't match what you are seeing in your day-to-day life, then this show is for you. The news outlets are reading the same scripts in order to drive home the same message. We hear about things like protests, shootings, leadership inconsistency, high unemployment claims, and business closures, of which all are important topics. But what do you see in real time in everyday life that isn't being talked about? The next time you visit your local grocery store, take the time to walk around the store and look on the shelves and notice what is there and what isn't there. Just as the coronavirus caught all of us by surprise, what about an economic collapse right here in America? Can you imagine the dollar losing its value overnight? In 1929, the stock market crashed and sent not only America into a financial spiral downhill, but the world suffered as a result. And by 1932, the world was in a Great Depression that would last 10 years. Today's show will give you step-by-step tools that will help you and your family survive during an economic collapse here in America. These few steps, if in place early, can save you a lot of heartache, stress, and pain from what is coming. I believe that God gives us warning before destruction, and just as God provided and protected Israel in the wilderness, God will do the same for us. Now I'd like to go ahead and get into some of the news that is actually out there, but it's not out on the mainstream outlets. So it's not necessarily being talked about, but it is printed. Now you have to keep in mind that a lot of the terms that are used may fly over different people's heads because it's like, what is a Cold War? No one really cares, right? But let me tell you what the Cold War actually means. A Cold War is a state of conflict between nations that does not involve direct military action, but is pursued primarily through economic and political actions, propaganda, acts of espionage, 
are proxy wars waged by surrogates. This term is mostly commonly used to refer to the Soviet-American Cold War of 1947 through 1991. Now, the reason why nobody wants to go into a Cold War is because if you see that timeline, it is very long and excruciating and draining. They're not necessarily in combat as you see they're at war. So those are some of the concerns that people are having. The other thing I want to talk about is Lebanon and how they're following Venezuela into hyperinflation. Hyperinflation is another word people in my community don't really use because we've been in a struggle for a very long time. However, it's important for us to know what hyperinflation is because it will affect us in one way or another. So what is hyperinflation? and inflation. It's important for us to know what we're talking about before we really dig down into this. So hyperinflation is a term to describe rapid, excessive, and out of control general price increases in an economy, while inflation is a measure of the pace of rising prices for goods and services. Hyperinflation is rapidly rising inflation, typically measuring more than 50% per month. So why is hyperinflation bad for the economy? Hyperinflation erodes the value of currency and can render it worthless. The effect on a nation's economy is substantial. It saps tax revenues, shutters businesses, raises the unemployment rate, and drives the cost of living so high that political instability ensues. What is a recession? A recession occurs when there are two or more consecutive quarters or negative economic growth as measured by gross domestic product. GDP are other indicators of macroeconomic performance, including unemployment. In economics, a depression is commonly defined as an extreme recession that lasts three or more years or which leads to a decline in real gross domestic product. GDP at at least 10%. Now that's important. I just gave you the definition of what a recession is and depression as well. Now that's important as a woman of color from the black community, my tribe, we're like, hey, we don't really care. We gonna survive. It's all good. Been We've been through worse. We've been through slavery and all this other stuff and we're still here. I get it. But the reason why I, it's important for me to talk about it today, hence what happened in 1929, which is the stock market crash, is back then there was a little bit of unity. And what I mean by that, people really helped one another. Everybody was in the same boat. People really showed up and helped one another. If I had some bread, maybe you got some butter, we can exchange that. So there was a barter system going on. People really worked together. Um, we're living in a time now in 2020 pre-coronavirus, there was a lot of individuality. There was a lot of um, selfishness. There was a lot of people just kind of in it to win it for themselves. We're going to really need one another more so than ever. And also during that time back in 1929, a lot of people had more marketable skills and trades, meaning more people at that time were able to sow, can, to grow their own food, can their own food. Uh, there was a lot of handymen, men knew how to fix things. If you think about it, 
for the times we're getting ready to go into, those same marketable skills and or trades is what we're going to need for the things that are coming. And so that's why it's important for us to understand these terms. You know, people can talk to you, uh, listen to the news or whatever, you know, they're putting out there and they're gonna throw these terms out. And if you don't know what these terms mean, you'll just dismiss the whole conversation. And I don't want you to do that because they're saying something that has great significance and impact on the way we're all gonna live real, real soon. So I want you to look at some of these articles um, that I'm going to put this down in a description box. Go to my YouTube channel and you can click on the link so you can read some of the news articles that I actually have because I think it'll speak to a lot of what is happening. The New York Times printed an article that reads how the Cold War between China and U.S. is intensifying. Now, remember, I just read that term, Cold War. Also, CNBC, they actually printed an article July 22nd, 2020, that reads, market risks are rising as U.S.-China tensions escalate toward new Cold War. Again, if you don't know these terms, you'll just click on something else. But again, remember, the Cold War, what it means it is a state of conflict between nations that does not involve direct military action, but is pursued primarily through economic and political actions, propaganda, actions of espionage, or proxy wars raged by surrogate. And they can last for a very long time. And it can have significant impact on both countries, which means the countries is the people that make up the countries, okay? Also, there's another article. Um, I don't remember where I got this one from, so I'm not gonna try to figure out where it came from, but just Google it. But Lebanon is now following Venezuela into hyperinflation. Now, remember, I just told you what hyperinflation is. It erodes the value of currency and can render it worthless. The effect of a nation's economy is substantial. So it's very important. So what's happening? I don't know if you've been following Venezuela. Venezuela has gone through so much. Their money is not worth anything. And so this is hyperinflation that's already taking place in one country, one nearby country, right? And Lebanon is now following suit along with some other countries. So that's something to pay attention to. There's 20 things that I want to share with you that will help to prepare you for the things that are coming. And these 20 things, there's no particular order here. These are just 20 things that you know I came up with. And you may already have a plan. You may hear some of these things and go, oh, I didn't think about that. Add it to your plan. It's always best to have a plan and be prepared instead of wanting to get prepared and have a plan when you absolutely have to and you don't have the time. You understand? So you want to prepare. So these are 20 things that will help you to prepare for the things that are coming. The first thing, and again, there's no particular order. This is just how I wrote it down, is you want to pray. You want to have a prayer life. I cannot stress that enough. As Christian believers, as those that know that the Most High God is real, I, I need you to understand that if you do not have a prayer life, it's going to be detrimental. And it's not to scare you, but it's just you have to be able to hear from the Lord in times like these and the times that are ahead. If you do not 
have a prayer life. You might say, well, Sister Johnny, I haven't really been praying or you're listening for the first time and you're saying, you know, I don't even have a prayer life. I've never prayed before. What I want to say to you is go to Matthew chapter six and labor in Matthew chapter six. I've been telling everybody about Matthew chapter six in terms of the Lord's prayer. The Lord's prayer is found in Matthew chapter six, and it is the format and the foundation for your prayer life to begin your prayer life. So when you begin to meditate on the Lord's prayer, you're going to begin to pray independently on your own away from the the Lord's prayer. You may still use it and that's fine. As you begin to meditate on the scriptures, meditate on the word of God day and night and begin to have this dialogue, which is what prayer is with God, the most high God, you're going to begin to form your own conversation. You're going to have your own conversation with God, but this is just a foundation to start if you're not already. No matter how prepared you are, nothing will prepare you better than the Most High God. In Exodus 16 and 35, the people of Israel were fed manna for 40 years in the wilderness. If God provided then, God will certainly provide again. Prayer will also anchor you in God and increase your faith. It is important to lean totally and completely on God. Number two, have a family plan. In the event of an emergency and roads are closed or something happened to your home, phones are down or there's no internet, where would you meet? Have at least three or four different alternate places or locations where you can meet within the city or neighboring cities. In the event the entire state is unlivable, have at least two places to meet out of the state. Have passports nearby in case you need to get out of the country. Again, this is not to scare you. This is just to prepare you. You may not, we may not be going nowhere. Number three, have enough food to feed your family for at least six months, but one year would be ideal. Here's some things, but not everything is on this list. Have some canned goods, non-perishable foods, top ramen and cup of noodles. You know, we know about that. Uh, Drinking water, water to bathe in. There's a gentleman um, that actually talked about have some water saved that you can bathe with so you can keep the water that you are actually drinking. And I said, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Have some nuts, snacks, granola bars, can opener. A lot of the cans do have those um, self-pull tabs that you can actually pull the, the tab open with, but some don't. So just have a can opener, beans, rice, beef jerky, dehydrated fruit, flour, oil, baking soda, Gatorade, Pedialyte, baking powder. If you have a child or if you have an infant, make sure you have all their food as well. Number four, have emergency funds available in the event there's a run on banks. Make sure you have some emergency funds with you. Um, You want to invest in gold and silver. If you have your, in my own research, gold and silver has always been a safe place to land historically. So if you can invest in some gold and silver or If you have gold and silver, you might say, well, Sister Johnny, I don't know about investing. I'm not going to do that. Okay, fine. But if you have gold and silver chains and jewelry, like put that up because it could be very valuable and you can use that as a means of financial leverage. Number five, I know a lot of people don't like this topic, but it, it is an amendment, right? That we can exercise is to protect yourself. So you might want to talk to your family and see if owning a gun is something that you want to do. There's other ways you can protect yourself as well. Um, most Christians, you know, we're going to believe in God. I just want to tell you, 
this is also out there to have a gun and protect yourself. Number six, grow your own food. If you have land, if you are a, ch- a pastor and you're listening, you have a church and it's just sitting and you have a bunch of land, it, it's not over. You can still do some work. You can grow some food. So you can go online if you don't know how to do it. YouTube, I'm telling you, the University of YouTube is where I have learned so much. You can go on YouTube. You can talk to other people. There's people that I know that garden. I ask them different questions. So, you know, you have a tribe. Use your tribe. But grow your own food. Invest in some seed. Get some seed. It is really hard to find seed nowadays. Um, If you find some, grab a lot and just hold on to it. So grow your own food. Number seven, learn a new trade or marketable skill. Now, in this last quarantine, if it hasn't taught you anything, it should have taught you that, you know, all these people have a need for a haircut or a barber. So maybe you might think outside the box, maybe a mobile sterilized unit or vehicle where you can be mobile and go to different places and you can, you know, have one person come out, cut their hair in a sterile environment. You know, you just have to begin to think outside the box. So, you know, becoming a barber, sewing, a delivery service, online stores, canning, you know, canning the food, online marketing, social media management, video editing, and moderator for video conferencing, handyman, carpentry, air conditioner. Can you fix that? IT jobs remotely. So you can be an independent contractor doing that. I feel that if so many people are going to be on the internet doing biz, conducting business, going to school, vloggers, uh, podcasters, radio, everybody, we're online. So you have to think outside the box. What can go wrong? Is there a problem with uh, their computer? Maybe they're not going to have the finances to just go drop some money and go get another computer. So they're going to have to reach out to somebody to fix it. Maybe you're that person. Try now to get your certifications that you need so that you can do that. That could be um, income for you. So think outside the box. Number eight, get out of debt or reduce your debt. This may not apply to people who don't own any assets such as home real estate or commercial property or anything like that. Because, I mean, if you don't have it, you don't have it. The worst case scenario, you don't have a good credit rating. Okay, fine. But if you own assets, then you don't want to have that extra debt that's, that's looming over you because that's extra stress. So if you can use this time to pay down your debt, or get out of debt, that would really be great because you don't want that extra stress. And the reason why I say that, if you're a homeowner or a commercial property owner, um, if you have debt, then they can just put a lien on your house. You don't want that. You know, try to use this time wisely, be a good steward of what you have so you can get out of debt. So you won't have that on you because, you know, in times that are hard, you're gonna wanna have a roof over your head, okay? Shelter. Food. You got to have that. Number nine, medications and OTC meds. What you want to do if you are taking medication, make sure you have enough on supply. I don't know if they give you a 90 day supply or 100 day supply. Um, I don't take medication, but I know they used to give that when I worked at the pharmacy years and years ago. Um, Take that and see if you can get extra just in case you're quarantined. I don't know if there's anything going on where if you're quarantined, if you can actually get more of an advance of medication. I'm not really sure how that works, but at least look into it. Make sure you're not down to the wire on your medication. OTC meds. 
Don't wait until the fall. Don't wait until the winter months. If you need to re-up on any of your medication for seasonal flu, allergies, whatever the case may be, get it now. Don't wait until it's needed because it may not even be there. Number 10, if you have a dog or a cat or a pet or animal, make sure you have all the food for them as well. I'm going to tell you as a black person in my community, they're going to eat the scraps. I mean, it's just going to come down to it. It's gonna, they're going to eat the leftovers of what we have. That's normally what we do. But if you are going to buy pet food, make sure you have enough to get them through as well. Number 11, make sure you have batteries, all sizes for all electronics that you have. Don't wait till the last minute. Get your batteries. Number 12, kerosene lamps with oil and wick, uh, the little wickers. Make sure you get that if that's something that you prefer. If not, you could just use your flashlights. Uh, 13, make sure you have a radio. That's something we don't really think about in the age of all this technology. But when your power goes out, that radio, you want to be able to have that radio so you can still know what's going on around you. Number 14, emergency first aid kits. Whatever you need in case it's a cut, a bruise, or whatever, a sprain, make sure you have everything you need in the event that you have a cut or a wound. 15, make sure you have bleach, vinegar, alcohol, um, hand sanitizer, if you can find it. If not, you can actually make your own. You just get some aloe vera gel and some alcohol, mix it together. I don't know if you can find that. You can look online. It'll tell you how to do it, a DYI on that. Number 16, board games. You want to invest in board games, puzzles, cards, dominoes, fun activities, whatever your family enjoys that will help you pass the time. It also will help you have a nice family activity that you can do together. Number 17, hygiene products, including but not limited to soap, toothpaste, deodorant, lotion, toilet paper, sanitary napkins. I know a lot of people don't really think about that, but I'm gonna tell you, stock up now, don't wait until the last minute. Number 18, I'm looking at walkie talkies right now. And you know what, if you have a big house, you have land, whatever, you may need walkie talkies if your phones don't work. So invest in that. 19 candles, 20 lighters and or matches. Don't forget propane and charcoal so you can cook outside. So I want to leave you with this. No matter what may be happening, no matter what goes on, just keep in mind that the Lord is with you. Remember Exodus 16 and 35. The people of Israel ate manna from heaven for 40 years in the wilderness. And if God provided then, then God will certainly provide again. So no matter what's going on, because all this is just preparation that we're doing. But you know what? Somebody told me something one day. They told me, they said, if you want to make God laugh, tell God what your plans are. And so you want to use wisdom, you want to prepare, but you want to keep in mind, God is the author and the finisher of our faith. God is the one that's in control. The most high God is the one that is going to be with us. So if none of these things work, you can prepare, prepare, prepare. And if none of these things happen or you don't have access to these things that you've been preparing for, just know God is still with you. Make sure you have your ear open to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you in this hour. That's why it's important to have a prayer life. And remember that we're helpers one to another. So be encouraged. We're iron sharpening iron. We're going to get through this together. And I pray that the Lord continues to use you 
in this very hour to spread the gospel. If you'd like to find out more information about In The Mix, please visit me at sisterjohnny.com. That's sister, J-O-N-N-I-E.com. And you can pick your platform of choice. In The Mix is also on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Music, along with other platforms. I thank you so much for subscribing to the channel and telling a friend that helps the show grow. So thank you so much. And remember, God loves you and God just wants to use you. This is In The Mix.